It's time for recipe of the day. I already mentioned to you that I am pre-recording some of the episodes here because I am in Quebec this week on vacation with my family and we are going to be doing some skiing. And it made me think that last time I was in a après ski kind of situation, I had the most decadent, delicious shrimp scampi. And so I thought maybe you would be interested in giving this a try. It's a super simple thing to make, but really, really special and beautiful for a Sunday like today. It's so wonderful to have at a restaurant, which is where I will be eating tonight, but also wonderful to make at home. So let's do shrimp scampi. So first, what is shrimp scampi? I'm going to tell you, I have gone down several rabbit holes researching this. Do not go down the rabbit hole of scampi in England because that is a whole other conversation. But shrimp scampi in the United States seems to come from when Italian immigrants were first here and they had these little lobster-like crustaceans, sometimes called langoustine, over in Italy. They couldn't get those here and so they used shrimp instead. The word scampi is what they called those little lobster-like creatures. So then the name shrimp scampi is actually sort of saying like shrimp crustacean, scampi crustacean side by side. I'm guessing it's kind of like how we say chicken fried steak, where what they're actually saying is this is shrimp prepared scampi style, the way that they would have prepared the scampi in Italy. That's my best guess there. And basically, it is in the United States now a dish that has shrimp and lots of butter and garlic. There's often wine. There's often parsley. Some people put fresh tomatoes in there. It's often served on pasta, but it can also just be served with some amazing bread to sop up all the garlic butter. And that is what I'm recommending you do tonight. Okay, I'm going to let you know where you can find this recipe, and then I'll dive in to tell you how to make it. You're going to head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD, and you will see all the links to the recipes that I talk about there. They're arranged by date, super easy to find what you're looking for, or you can join our Facebook group, cookthestory.com slash Facebook, R-O-T-D. I post the links in there with pictures every single day. Okay, so how do you make the best shrimp scampi? I really think it's about having a lot of garlic and a lot of butter. That's really mostly the important stuff. So what you're going to do is you're going to get out a nice big skillet and put it over medium heat with three tablespoons of olive oil and three tablespoons spoons of butter. We're actually going to be adding more butter later, so this is just half of it. Then once it's melted, you're going to add six cloves of minced garlic to that. Stir for about 30 seconds. Then you go in with your shrimp. Now we're using one and a half pounds of large raw shrimp. So those are the ones that are about 30 to 35 per pound. That is how we measure shrimp. So large are usually 30 to 35 shrimp per pound. And so when you see that count on there, you know, it'll say medium shrimp 36 to 40 count or it'll say extra large 26 to 30 count that count is how many you get per pound and then you can figure out how many you need per person based on that so in general we have a three ounce serving of shrimp per person and a pound is 16 ounces so it's like about five servings in a pound so then if you have 30 count shrimp you're going to be having about six per person right that's how you kind of figure that out now for this recipe i prefer to use the shrimp that have been peeled, deveined, and had their tail removed. I like the tail on. It does add extra flavor to the butter and stuff like that, but it's kind of messy to eat those, right? You need to pick them up and you need to slurp them out of that tail. And that is really messy if what you're doing is like shrimp coated in a buttery sauce, right? If I'm doing shrimp cocktail, I always leave the tail on because that's like a little handle, then it's convenient. So the decision to have the tail on or off for me is really about whether there's a sauce on that tail 
tail or not. It also, of course, comes down to price. Sometimes the ones with the tails on are on sale. Then I would buy them. And then once they're defrosted, I would remove the tails from them before making this dish. And a quick note, I know I've told you this before, but I always buy the shrimp frozen because that is actually the freshest way to get them. They are frozen on the boat when they're caught and then they stay frozen. So if you're buying them frozen, they've never been defrosted and you are having them when you are ready to defrost them as fresh as possible. If you buy the fresh ones from the grocery store, those they defrosted at some point, probably today, maybe yesterday, they're not going to be as fresh as the ones that you defrost yourself. Now you can ask at your fish counter, like, were these previously frozen? Did you guys defrost these? If they say no, if they somehow got a shipment of never frozen shrimp, then absolutely buy those. But chances are they're going to say that they defrosted them recently. Okay, so you're adding those shrimp to your melted butter and garlic, and you're going to cook them and stir occasionally for about three minutes, just until they're nice and cooked through. They're going to start off kind of gray and translucent colored. As you cook them, they turn pink and get more opaque. That's how you know they're done. They're nice and curled up and they're fully cooked. At that point, you're going in with some white wine, a dry white wine. You want like a Pinot Grigio. Chardonnay would be okay, kind of a little oaky sometimes, but if you like that, that's going to work. Sauvignon Blanc would be great in there too. If you don't want to use wine, that's totally fine. I would just use some stock, vegetable stock or chicken stock, and maybe just a little bit of lemon juice in there at this point to bring in that tang that the wine would have brought. You're also adding some salt and some red pepper flakes at this point. You can leave them out if you don't want it spicy, but it's not very much and it's just a little heat note in there. Now, once all of that is in there, stir until the wine comes to a boil, then remove the skillet from the heat. And this is when you stir in another three tablespoons of cold butter, cut it into pieces and then stir it in. We're not exactly doing a mounted butter technique here. That would involve a lot of whisking and the shrimp would be in the way for that. But you are melting that butter in while stirring and it's going to make the sauce way more luscious and delicious. Then you're going to stir in some fresh parsley chopped. Usually parsley is like a garnishy sort of thing and not essential, but it really makes a difference here. If you have it, do it, taste it, add some more salt if you'd like, and then serve with some lemon wedges on the side and lots of crusty bread for dipping into that garlicky butter. So good. Okay. I will put the link to this recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. And if you make it, make sure you take a picture and take tag me on Instagram or share it in our Facebook group, cookthestory.com slash Facebook ROTD. I'm Cook the Story on Instagram. I know I am traveling. I'm skiing. I'm in Quebec City. I'm doing all that stuff, but I am still going to be looking at social media. I'll be sharing on social media when I can. I would love to see it if you make this recipe. Okay. I am Christine Pittman from Cook the Story, from The Cookful, and from this podcast recipe of the day. Let's get cooking. 